Welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Welcome, everybody. Today's Big Daily Blend podcast is all about awesome almonds, because today, February 16th, 2024, celebrates National Almond Day. In fact, um, it is the perfect time of year to go to Central California's Valley region, uh, the San Joaquin Valley, Tulare County, which is also home to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks and Sequoia National Forest. That area is going to be all in bloom between mid-February now through mid-March. And this is the area where 80% of the world's almond production comes from. In fact, almond trees are the oldest domesticated trees, and they date back to 3000-2000 B.C., Jordan and Iran, and it is even a species that is native to the Middle East and South Asia. But California's Mediterranean climate is really what makes it work. Mild winters and dry, hot summers, and that's why these trees thrive there. But um, as many of you may know, they do take up a lot of water. In fact, they say that it's about 1.1 gallon of water is used to grow just one almond nut. That's pretty much a lot of water. However, there's been a lot of change in the almond industry. When you think about 80% of, you know, this production of almonds coming from one region here in the in, uh, in America, um, they're going to have to do something. And especially with California going through droughts, hopefully not after all this rain and snow this year. Uh, so they've been coming up with all kinds of innovative ways and uh, now are using two-thirds less of the water that they've used to produce almonds. So that's some really good news on sustainability and so that we can have almonds. So right now, if you drive out to Central California and you see these trees all in bloom, this is also when beekeepers go out there and open up their beekeeping boxes and let the bees out. And um, because this is the only way that these plants get pollinated is from wild bees and honeybees. So um, that's what's happening right now. They are 100% reliant on bees. We talk about bees a lot on the show and pollinators, and um, it's very important for our own food production. So a lot of innovation happening in agriculture, which is exciting. I also find it interesting that, you know, this 80% of almonds come from this area in California. Um, I mean, for the whole world, right? And this is also the region where the giant sequoias live, the giant sequoia trees in the high Sierras. And that is the only place that they grow native in the world to date. Um, well, they used to grow all over the place in ancient times. But um, and these days, in a, uh, this day and age, um, that's the same area. So interesting stuff in that connection between giant trees and almond trees, which, by the way, are actually related to roses. Go figure. They are actually also related to uh, peach trees. Uh, so that's a interesting thing. Um, they belong to the family rosacea, and that is roses, and uh, the genus Prunus, which uh, also includes stone fruits like plums, apricots, cherries, and nectarines. So the peaches belonging to the rose family and the Prunus, that makes them all kind of connected. But even though we all talk about almonds being a tree nut, they're actually not a nut. They're a seed of a fruit. But for those of us like me, unfortunately, uh, who have tree nut allergies, almonds are kind of at the top of the list. 
They're also at the top of the list for nutrition, but we're going to get to that in a second. We're talking about that 80%, again, that big number of all the almonds being produced out of Central California, what turns out to be, and they actually get harvested in in summer, August and September, early fall. Um, The biggest customer for almonds happens to be chocolate. And that's the chocolate industry. You know, we like all of those chocolate covered almonds. They're also used in the, you know, the food industry uh, for cereals, baked goods. Um, So all of that makes up the industry itself. Almond milk, how many of us are using almond milk versus, you know, milk, almond flour. We're going to get into the cooking part of it soon too. But apparently chocolate and almonds, that's a, that's a beautiful pairing. And so July 8th, that is National Chocolate with Almonds Day, as though we needed another day to celebrate almonds, because apparently a lot of us are eating them every day because they are so good for us. Some and other fun facts about almonds, um, the almond blossoms is a series of paintings that Vincent van Gogh made uh, between 1888 and 1890. He did that while he was in southern France, and he saw all these blossoming almond trees, and these flowering trees were really special to him. And they represented awakening and hope, as he said. And so he found a lot of joy in painting flowering trees. And almonds are also regarded as a symbol of hope and good luck in many cultures uh, around the world. In fact, even in the Bible, the almond is mentioned about 10 times. And in some cultures, they're seen as a good uh, token of good fortune and given to newlyweds or loved ones on special occasions. All right, so let's get into the nutrition. This is one of the things. We may like almonds in chocolate. Well, dark chocolate's good for us, so this is a good thing. Uh, But they turn out to be one of the world's most loved tree nuts because of their high nutrition. They have the highest content of protein of all nuts. They are also good for your heart. So our friend Dr. Jackie Ubani, uh, she always says almonds are good. Um, you can eat them as snacks, really, and they actually do. You, you don't get too hungry. Uh, they're really good with that. They're filled with healthy fats and antioxidants, and uh, also have a lot of vitamins and minerals like magnesium, very high uh, in magnesium, which is good for women, and vitamin E, which is really good for our skin. And um, so they really, you know, I was talking about they're really good in regards to um, reducing hunger. They do promote weight loss by becoming a very good uh, source of um, snack foods. And they are slow to absorb sugar and carbs. They help to slow the absorption of sugar and carbs. And um, they also help lower blood sugar levels, reduce blood pressure, and lower cholesterol levels. So really good stuff. And they even say that there's these studies show that almonds, if you eat them mid-morning, can help moderate your blood sugar throughout the day. They're also a natural energy booster because of all the manganese, copper, and riboflavin found in them, which helps energy production and boost your metabolic rate. They actually turn out to be one of the very first foods awarded a qualified health claim in the United States. Well, if we're growing 80% of the world's almonds, we better make sure that, you know, we have all those statements under under wraps there. Okay, so cooking. All right, cooking is a big deal, obviously. Uh, it's actually one of the um, almonds are used in marzipan in a lot of different desserts, and that's probably one of the most popular. I know in Mexico, they use them for mole. They use like an almond paste. But almonds can also be stored in the fridge for two years. That's because of their vitamin E content. Um, They can also be turned into milk like we are talking about. 
And if you are uh, needing to be, you know, if you need a gluten-free alternative to wheat flour, almonds can easily become a flour. You can grind them up or buy almond flour and use that instead, especially for baking. You can also use them as a nut butter. I know um, our friends over at the Peanut Patch in Yuma, Arizona, they definitely cover, uh, carry all kinds of peanuts, but they also ca ca like have all kinds of nuts. Uh, they have those chocolate-covered nuts. We were talking about chocolate-covered almonds. They have peanut brittle, you name it. So um, they also have, you know, freshly made peanut butter and all kinds of nut butters as well. So you might want to check them out. If you go through Yuma, Arizona, they're open typically from October through April, but you can also go online at thepeanutpatch.com. Wanted to give them a shout out. So yeah, you can use them as a nut butter for toast and, and all kinds of uh, baking and uh, cooking that you do. But also I, I heard of one person use them in replacement of pine nuts. If you're making pesto and you don't have any pine nuts around and you have some almonds in your fridge that have been sitting there for that two years, get them up, crush them up, throw them in some pesto. So, oh, and also you can use them if you grind them up as breadcrumbs. Uh, if you're cooking salmon or something, uh, chicken or something like that, and you need breadcrumbs, why not crush up some almonds and add that little bit of crunch to things? So they can be, uh, you know, eaten raw. Okay. Some people actually eat them as green, the green almonds, um, especially in India, I think that's what they do. It's kind of the actual fruit of the almond tree can be eaten whole. They're called the green almonds and they're still green. They're fleshy on the outside and the inner shell hasn't been hardened yet. So it's a little bit on the sour side, but uh, they're pretty much eaten throughout the Middle East and a lot of times dipped in salt to balance out the sour. And uh, they're also eaten with dates uh, in the Middle East, the Majul dates. So the Majul dates, that's a whole other thing. Southern California, like Indio and that area, um, have dates. But then if you go to Yuma, Arizona, where the peanut patch is, Majul dates grow naturally there. And they don't even have to grow them organically because they don't seem to have any pesticides. And so they brought the dates over to Yuma from Morocco uh, many years ago. And they're doing really well. And you get those Royal Majul dates. So it's quite a, a big industry out of Yuma, Arizona. So if you're going to be eating these green uh, almonds, you're going to be able to get them between mid-April, mid-June up in our area. Um, and some people uh, pickle them to keep them. So that's another way of doing it. So in the show notes, I have a link to a Wikipedia list of of almond dishes from around the world, which is pretty interesting. Because like I was saying, you know, marzipan, uh, it's used in marzipan, all kinds of, um, which was actually developed in the Middle Ages. I didn't know that. Um, but uh, almonds have been used to make bread, almond butter, cakes, puddings, candies, all kinds of candies, pastries, nougat, cookies, like macaroons and biscotti, all kinds of cakes and sweets and desserts. So they're just really, uh, when it comes to doing something sweet, uh, used for a lot of different things. Uh, so anyway, if you look at that one list, it's pretty fascinating to see uh, all the dishes from around the world. Things like, you know, we look at a bear claw that has uh, almonds on it. Um, I'm looking at this Christmas cake uh, is used with almonds. There's there's even all kinds of drinks. One thing I didn't know about was amaretto, is that Italian liqueur is um, made with almonds, obviously almond milk. So there's drinks, there's confections, candied almonds. We know about those Jordan almonds. Ooh, those are yummy. 
oh, I really hate not being able to eat almonds, <laughs> especially now after we're talking about them. Uh, so there's a really interesting list, though, that shows almonds and how they're used, uh, like the tortel in Spain, um, all around the world, from Sweden to Germany, how, how people are cooking and making all kinds of great desserts and dishes using almonds. So I've got that list in the show notes, plus a list of recipes from uh, cooking experts on our website. So check in the show notes. Some of the recipes, uh, we've got one, uh, is a chocolate-covered brownie truffle bites. This uses crushed almonds and almond milk in the recipe. It is by Yesenia Curry. Her, her uh, new book is coming out in a few days, actually. It's called The Sweet and Savory Life, and it's all about plant-based cooking. And that's pretty much a lot of uh, cultures and a lot of people that are plant-based in diet uh, use almonds and especially again uh, for those who are looking for gluten-free options almond uh, flour almond milk uh, is a really good way to go Peggy Fiendaka, she's on our show every first Wednesday. She is from LDV Winery in Arizona. She uh, has a recipe for dried cherry granola that uses sliced almonds. So again, that's linked in the show notes. And also using sliced almonds, our friend Steve Wilson from The Lion and the Rosebed and Breakfast, we have his recipe for cinnamon streusel French toast that has a sliced almonds. Ooh, it is a good dish. Um, Shelly Wizen used toasted almond slivers in her salad recipe. It is Mike's Mighty Mediterranean Chopped Salad. Really healthy recipe and big and full. You know, like, you know, we have Elaine uh, from um, Seinfeld and she always has the big salad. This is one of those that's, you know, it's not just a bunch of iceberg lettuce at all. So it's a really good, healthy salad. Pascal Nassens was on our show many years ago. Uh, she's out of Belgium. And in her cookbook, she has, and on our site, has a recipe for fluffy blueberry cake. And in that, uh, she uses almond flour instead of wheat flour. And she even uh, shares how to make your own almond flour in the recipe. Again, linked in the show notes. <clears throat> almond extract is used in a lot of baking. And that's what Tiffany Bertram, who is the innkeeper and owner of Tiffany's Bed and Breakfast near Hot Springs, Arkansas, she uses almond extract in her delicious coconut banana bread. And then we get to drinks. I was talking about amaretto. Well, John Schlim, who wrote a book all about moonshining across the country, the history of it, and has awesome recipes. Well, he has a recipe for shine and shake moonshine cocktail. Yes, and it is made in a mason jar. And in that recipe, he uses chocolate almond milk, yes, and moonshine. So we've got that link for you there, as well as a, a recipe for tiramisu latte from Sharon Coger. She is from Esso Coffee House um, up in Scottsdale, Phoenix area of Arizona. In her tiramisu latte, she uses a splash of almond syrup. So a little bit goes a long way with the almonds as well. So uh, that's also what you'll find in these recipes of how, how the almonds are used. So again, all the links are in the show notes. We hope you enjoy awesome almonds because they're good for us. They're nutritious. And hey, we grow a heck of a lot of them. 80% of the world's almonds here in Central California in the Central Valley. So let's celebrate some of our American agriculture that really came from the Middle East. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com.